The Meeting Charleston podcast is sponsored by Princeton Mortgage, home of the Princeton Promise. If you think your mortgage process was anything less than effortless, just tell them why and receive a $1,000 credit at closing. My husband Mark and I moved to Charleston in 2018 with our three daughters. We both grew up in New Jersey and were ready for a new adventure. We had visited Charleston a few years back and immediately fell in love. So when it came time to pick a new home, low country living seemed like a no-brainer. So far, it has definitely exceeded our expectations. We love meeting our new neighbors and hearing their stories, so we started this podcast because we think that you might want to hear these stories too. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our feed on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify, and please give us a five-star rating. Your support will make it easier for us to get an audience with the people you would most like to hear from. If you have suggestions for us on guests or things that we can do to improve the podcast, please message us on Facebook or Instagram. Your feedback is sincerely appreciated. Now on to our guest. All right. So we're here with uh, Dr. Nadell and uh, Dr. Nicole Nadell. And so why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about your business here in Charleston? So, um, yeah. Hi. Thank you for having me here. I got into aesthetics about five years ago. And this has really truly become my passion. I opened up Totality Medi Spa about a year and a half ago now. Uh, what we really specialize that sets us apart from the competition is non-surgical facial rejuvenation. So also known as a liquid facelift. So really rejuvenating the face for people who are 30 years old and above, making them look 10, 20, sometimes even 30 years younger just by using injectables. No surgery at all, lunchtime procedure, super easy and very effective. So where did the, who's like, where did you learn this or uh, who started doing it in a way that it became kind of mainstream? Um, well, you know, I use Botox and fillers and those have been around for a while. Typically people go to their plastic surgeon to get these procedures done. But you have to remember that a plastic surgeon's focus is surgery, not non-surgical facial rejuvenation. So people weren't spending a lot of time with their plastic surgeon. The surgeon was busy doing other things, you know, mostly surgery, just leaving a couple days for having this, the use of Botox and fillers. So what they typically do is they hire a nurse who comes in and does the injectables. There really aren't very many places in Charleston that have a physician who specializes in non-surgical facial rejuvenation. So I really wanted to stand out from the rest and really be the premier place to go to in Charleston if that's a service that you're looking for. So great. So how many clients do you guys service or how often, like what, what's the turnover? How many, how many people are coming through your practice? We are very small. We're a very boutique practice. I spend a lot of time with my patients, sometimes even up to an hour or more. So we're not kind of a Churnum and Burnham type of place. We're really small scale. When you walk in the first time, we get to know you. And when we see you the second time, we know everything about you. We remember you. It's that kind of feeling of when you walked into Cheers and how everybody knows your name. You know, that's kind of the, the vibe that we go for there. So there's no separate waiting room. There's no, um, you know, what you would think of a typical doctor's office. Okay, cool. So take us through your journey then uh, through, you know, the decision to become a doctor. Where'd you go? Had it, and how was your, what was your path to this? I guess the reason I became a doctor, if I have to think of just one, is that my father is an OBGYN doctor, and he always told me about these cool cases, and I was always fascinated. And I decided from a very young age that I would want to be a doctor. 
So I went to medical school, and my main purpose for going to medical school was to become a neurologist. I was a neuroscience major in college, um, but I kind of deviated from that plan and decided to become an emergency room physician, pretty opposite. Yeah. And um, I did, and I still am, an, a board-certified emergency room physician. I've been doing that for 14 years. And you started that, you were living in New York, right? Yes, exactly. So, so what made you decide to move down to Charleston? Oh, it was, it was kind of random. Um, I really, I came down to visit and I just fell in love with the place and I never wanted to leave. Yeah. That was about six years ago. Six years ago. That's, yeah. we have the same story. So, okay. know, <laughs> so many people have the same story. I know. Yeah. So, um, so you, when you came down here, did you know this was already the direction that you wanted to go? No, not at all. I came down as just a plain old ER doctor, and about a year or two later, I met up with my cousin, who's a plastic surgeon, who tells me that she doesn't really do facelifts anymore because she thinks they come out very fake looking. So all she does is non-surgical facial rejuvenation. So she's the person that kind of led me on this path to to studying aesthetic medicine and then opening up my own practice. Yeah, so this is a, a regular topic of conversation in our house because, <laughs> um, you know, I, I feel like, so let me put it this way. When I notice that somebody's had a procedure done, I feel like nine out of ten times, I'm not, I don't think it makes them look better. I'm happy for them if they feel better about it, whatever it is, but I don't look better. And then I see the Kardashians who seem to come up with, like, new faces all the time, and I think they consistently do look better. And I often wonder, like, what is the difference? Is it the doctors? Is it the surgeries? Is it the procedures? Um and so I just, you know, from an outside perspective, somebody who knows nothing about, you know, your industry, what what are the differences between when it goes well and when it doesn't, and 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 how does that work? Well, with the with the with the non-surgical facial rejuvenation that I do, not one single person ever looks worse. Right. Now, because I could dissolve it if they wanted me to, no one has ever asked me to do that. So that's one thing. Okay. Um, how long does it last? It depends which filler you use. Botox typically lasts about three months. Okay. Uh, but the fillers last anywhere between six months to two years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this is something that has to be maintained. Yep. So how much how much does it cost, right? So, like, I mean, ballpark, like, is, I mean, I think people want to know, you know, and, again, I know it's probably a case-by-case case and different, but just as an idea, like, is this something that costs, like, as much as a car or is something that is something that, norm, you know, regular people can, can afford? Definitely regular people can afford it. We offer care credit, so you don't even have to pay it all up front. It's hard to say what the cost is. I've sometimes done enough Botox, just a slight little tweak, which costs around $200 on one end. And on the other end, I've done as much as $6,000 in fillers and Botox, uh, but really changed the person's life. And they see me and cry and say, thank you so much. I'm so indebted to you. So it kind of arranges everything in the middle. Even just if you want to only spend 1000 you know, you, we can make a big difference. Yeah, I think that's probably a, an interesting thing to explore because I'm, I don't think about it this way often, and I'm, I don't think I'm alone. But if you can make somebody feel better about the way they look, that's pretty magical stuff that you can do. I mean, I just know how stressed out I get about the way I look, you know what I mean? And I, and so, and, and I can't imagine what it would be like to feel like, you know, it something I was really insecure about, I, you could make it go away 
um, you know, in a, in a half hour session at lunch. Exactly. Yeah. I can tell you that after 14 years of emergency medicine, I've never had, and I've saved many lives, obviously. I've never had one person ever come back to the ER to try to find me to say thank you. Or, I mean, even at, in the moment, no one's ever really saying thank you. They're more just concerned about their family member or just too sick to say anything. So it was a pretty thankless job for 14 years. Incredible. I've had yeah, I know, I, but that's true. And wow. I, one one week in the Medi Spa makes me feel like I'm on top of the world because people are so grateful for what I do for them. So grateful. Was that a surprise? Um, I guess both both ways it was a surprise. I would think that ER would be a little bit more thankful, and I didn't realize the changes I could make in somebody's life being uh, a specialist in non-surgical facial rejuvenation. So. I have a quick question because yeah, I, I want to get back to the facial stuff too. But the ER, like, are you there? Just you're just a, an emergency room doctor, and so mm-hmm. you've seen everything. Oh yeah, you're dealing with. Well, every time I think I've seen everything, then something else <laughs> walks to the door, and I'm like, well, I've never seen that. So, wow. What are what are your hours like there? Like, are you still? I still do shift. My last shift, my last couple of shifts were in July. I did three shifts okay. uh, in a place called Orangeburg ER. Okay. Yeah. I'm like a um, substitute teacher in the ER world. I just kind of hop in and oh, wow. uh, yeah, help out when they need me. So. Okay. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It's very incredible. Yeah. It, sound, <laughs> it sounds cool, but yeah. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> my current job is much cooler. Yeah. No, that's amazing. So go ahead. Do you have questions about? No, go ahead. I mean, I have a lot. it's so funny because we are always talking about this because so many people in I feel like I didn't know when I was we just moved down here from New Jersey a year and a half ago and I didn't really know anybody up there that was getting anything done or Or they didn't talk about it yeah Um, and down here you know I have all of these like fast friends in the new community that we moved in with and I'm super close with them and all of a sudden it's like everyone's having a Botox party and um, we're talking about fillers and <laughs> Mark's like, no, no, you can, this is ridiculous. You're going to like look like all these people. And the people he mentions are like, you know, people that have terrible face, you know, I don't know, lifts or, but I, we don't know anything about yeah, it. So I the think the most overdone thing are lips. Uh, you know, every time I mention the word lip filler to one of my patients, cause most people need lip fillers because your lips lose volume with age. You know, if you look at your lips, they were, they, the way they were at 20 years old, it's very different from where, where they are at 40. So you lose volume. They kind of, they start to hang lower. They kind of curl inward. So most people need lip fillers. The moment I mention lip fillers, everyone's automatic knee jerk reaction is, uh, I, I don't want, no, I don't want to, no, I don't want lip fillers. I don't want to look like so-and-so or, you know, and they name all these people. Lip fillers done right are beautiful, natural. No one will ever tell that you've had lip fillers. Yeah. Uh, if somebody can tell that you've had lip fillers, then you've had a bad lip filler job. So that's basically how it goes. So, a- and also in regards to, to people talking about it, um, it's very generational. A 20-year-old is going to be so proud of her lip fillers and post her before an actor on her own Instagram. Yep. A 60-year-old is going to say, oh, my gosh, don't ever tell anyone that you saw me and probably won't tell her <laughs> husband, you know? Um, and then and then the 30-year-olds are kind of, 30, 40-year-olds are kind of in the middle. You know, some people are open and some people are bashful about it. But definitely as, as this is becoming just more commonplace, pretty much everybody gets Botox, pretty much. That's what I'm finding. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I have a question. Um, if I was to get something done, like my – you know, forehead, like what would you, if I walked in, like how much would I be spending 
approximately. You so, can be super like ripping honest. Apart. Yeah, Drum yeah, roll. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's <laughs> fine. So I guess the first thing is that um, I see that uh, you have some lines on your forehead when you lift <laughs> your eyebrows up, and that's super common. Everybody has that. Yep. So the lines have already are permanently etched in your forehead. Meaning, um, if I took my two fingers right now and tried to spread them out and take them away, I wouldn't be able to. Um, I can tell just tell by looking at them. Yep. And um, so Botox is something you want to start early on. Botox is preventative medicine. We are preventing those lines from becoming permanent etchings in your face. Wow. So, um, yeah. So how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 36. 36. Okay. So it seems like you're too young to get Botox, right? But yeah, <laughs> That's right. What I, thought. I know, right? <laughs> That's what everybody says. I'm too young. But no, actually, Botox, you want to start getting in your 20s, especially if you are very strong at lifting your eyebrows up and causing those lines. That's something you want to start doing early on to prevent those lines from becoming permanent. That being said, we can do Botox in your forehead and we'll soften them with time. So it's not you know, we, we can still do it. Yeah. So Botox, consider the price for that around three to $400. Okay. Uh, Every three months. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we have Botox equivalents uh, like Juvo, Xeomin, and Dysport. There are three Botox equivalents that are lower cost. So okay. if cost was an issue, I'd recommend those. What's uh, the difference? No yeah. difference. No so difference. it's just not brand name. Just not. They're actually, they're four brand names. But uh, there's no generic of it. But yeah, so they're not as popular as right. the brand name Botox. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not, they haven't been as successful in their marketing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Allergan really killed it with the with the Botox marketing. So yeah. uh, Juvo is a new one, and um, uh, Dysport and Zeman have been around for longer. Okay. So uh, then let's move on to your cheeks. So this part of your cheek, like the apple of your cheek, okay. is depressed. Um, so I would do probably a syringe of Radies. It's a $700 syringe, and that could fill both cheeks, and that will give you a really pretty cheek line. Okay. Um, and then... Um, taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's $700. Okay. So I think we could keep you around the $1,000 range. The only thing I would add is uh, lip filler, Yeah. Uh, just because everybody looks better with fuller lips. And I'm not talking anything ridiculous, just your own lips, just a little bit more full. So awesome. that filler, we have the lowest cost filler in the market called Versa, okay. and it's 480 for a 1 ml syringe. So Awesome. So, And then would I be doing all of that every three months? No, just the Botox okay. or Botox equivalents, and the Radius lasts a year, and the Versa filler lasts 6 to 12 months. Awesome. So, yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to post a picture with me on this so <laughs> people can rip apart my face and see what <laughs> they might have to spend. <laughs> Do you have any male clients? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So what percentage of your business is men? Not a large percentage. I think men are, well, actually it depends. In New York, for example, men get Botox and are very open about it and have no qualms. Uh, here in Charleston, I feel like men are a little bit more subtle about it. But, yeah, I've posted on my Instagram um, a facial rejuvenation done on a man, and he looks amazing. And there is no man in Charleston that does not want to look 20 years younger. I can tell you that. Yeah, so... That seems like a really untapped market, and the question, I guess, then becomes like, how do you, how do you advertise to men in a way that makes them wanna, wanna do that the same way? Or how, so I'm just, gonna, I just, you know, my real focus, on, you know, when I think about these things, is just from a business perspective, what the opportunities are, what the pitfalls are, where does this go? Like, so things that would keep me up at night if I was doing this are like, okay, you know, it comes out that this stuff all causes cancer. Like, you know, whatever is like, you know, there's always that risk of like, and it doesn't even matter if it's true. Right. But if, if it catches fire in this environment, like 
that can really hurt your business, right? Same thing with like, you know, um, the vape pens. Yeah, like you're right. So uh, yeah, <laughs> right. so any, anything like that can you know, um, and then you know the opportunity being like, I know you said everybody does this, but to me at least it still feels like um, probably a large portion of the population doesn't, and so then um, you know, but especially men, obviously, right, is a, is a very you know, clearly men don't have problems spending money on making themselves look better. How do you convince them that this is the best way to do it or to show it in a way where it removes stigma from it or whatever it is? Because it seems like a pretty untapped market. I think the biggest way I've done it is we had like a couple's party once where you can bring your husband and you get discounts if you bring your husband. The other way I do it is just by posting before and afters on Instagram. Once a guy scrolls through there and see there's other guys that are doing it and how good it makes them look, it just brings more guys in. So I think that's the biggest way. It's just normalizing it. That's fantastic. If people, do you have on the website before and afters? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So I, I use, I use Facebook and Instagram mostly uh, for my before and afters, but yeah, I do all my own marketing and I post, I try to post, you know, about four times a week, some before and afters. So. so where can people find all your website, your Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, super easy. Just totality underscore Medispa is our handle on Instagram. And just do a search for totality Medispa on Facebook. Totality as in the path of totality. Do you remember when Charleston was in the path for the eclipse? Were you guys here for that? Oh, Charleston was in the path of totality. That's where I got the name. So cool. Oh, that's also, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Also, we offer everything. So... <laughs> Yeah, so I saw you are offering um, like lash extensions right now. Yeah, we we literally add a new service or two every month. It's crazy, but That's fantastic. Yeah, I have so many talented people that are working for me that are just experts in the field. Like our cool sculpting girl has over eight years of experience. Our lash girl has years of experience. She's also a professional microblader, which is the eyebrow tattooing. Yep. Can you see my eyebrows that are tattooed on? They're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it uses a blade, so it looks natural like hair. And um, yeah, and then I have, uh, you know, we do facials. We do a little bit of everything. So, Is there anything that you guys do um, that we wouldn't maybe think that you do? Um, really off the wall or... Uh, the one thing that we offer, and I think as far as I know, we're the only place, well, I know we're the only place on Daniel Island and, and possibly Mount Pleasant too, we do brow threading where you use oh a yeah. thread instead of wax to remove hair from the eyebrow. So that's something that we just started offering as well. That's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then our most popular treatment other than the non-surgical facial rejuvenation is a photo facial. So you know as you age you have like sunspots, like little brown spots on your face. Yep. Well, with one treatment called a photo facial, which only costs $250 and no pain at all, you can remove all those brown spots on your face and just be left with perfect doll skin. So it's awesome. Wow. I can yeah. see how this becomes addictive. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> That's incredible. Mm -hmm. So, um, so take so I guess. Well, is there any other information about just your from your business perspective before? Because I like to, we always like to ask people about like their experience in Charleston, what their favorite restaurants are, that kind of stuff. Anything else we should know from a business perspective that you know would be good for you to share with our listeners? Uh, just that you know, if you want to really turn back the hands of time in a way that is absolutely natural looking, and if you don't believe me, go on my Instagram and look for yourself please, you know, this is, this is the premier place to go to, you know, you, you go see a plastic surgeon when you want surgery, but you definitely should come to me for non-surgical facial rejuvenation. So, yeah. And so are, are, let me ask you this, you know, just from a business, business perspective, are there other people in the space doing it cheaper and what are some of the risks maybe then to doing it that way as opposed to doing it 
with you? Well, I can tell you, I get a lot of the people who went to other places and then came, ended up finding me. You know, they posted on one of the Facebook groups, like Danielle and Mom group or Mount Pleasant Mom group, and they said, you know, had a horrible experience, where do I go? And people usually do recommend me. So, um, yeah, so I've corrected a bunch. I've had to dissolve fillers in the past. Some fillers are dissolvable, some are not. Um, Definitely the worst thing that could happen with fillers, especially in the hands of an inexperienced injector, is that you could get necrosis or like dead skin from it if you don't do it in the right way. So uh, definitely I would not, first of all, we are very reasonably priced. And second of all, I would go to a place that has the highest reviews, which is uh, Totality Medispa. We have the highest reviews out of everyone. And um, go to somebody with experience. So um, I have experience. I know how to prevent the, um, you know, that, that problem. And, um, and I would definitely not price shop for something like that. Yeah, no, makes sense to me. Yeah. So what do you, so where, you've been here for six years. Yes. What are your favorite spots? What do you do when you're not working? Where do you go? What's Oh, gosh. Am I ever not working? Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I work probably, you know, till 7 p.m. every day. So I work a lot. Um, and I, we're open seven days a week as well. So um, if somebody wants Botox on Saturday or Sunday, I come in for it. Uh, so I'm pretty much always working. But I have uh, two kids. They're eight years old. So I, I like to do things with them, go to the beach, pool, things like that. Our favorite restaurants are um, Obstinate Daughter. <laughs> Probably. Yep. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, uh, we play sports. We do tennis and um, uh, we go bike riding and other things like that. Yeah. Anything that's kid friendly, pretty much. Because in my free time, I just like to spend time with my kids. So. Very yeah. cool. Um, do you have any other questions? Uh, so you did um, med school in New York. Yeah. All of my degrees start with New York something. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And did you grow up in New York or? Yeah, born and raised. Yes. Born and raised where? Long Island. Awesome. Yeah. Very nice. And City. where, um, so you met Stan in New York as well. Right? Yes. His uh, best friend went to my medical school. So that's how we met. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so he's in finance he's, in New York? Yeah. His, um, his other job, because right now he runs my Medispa. Yeah. His, his other real job is he's an investment banker. Okay. So he basically um, finds big pieces of land, finds a lot of investors, and um, and I, I don't really know what he does, but <laughs> something of the sort with investments. So. so when you guys moved down here, was he looking to do that down here, or were you just... Uh, he, yeah, he. this was a job that he started when we moved down here because Fantastic. there weren't any typical banking jobs like they were in New York, so... Uh, he found one job with one of the only investment banking firms in downtown Charleston, and this is what they do. That's awesome. Yeah, so he's he's successful at his job. Yeah, no, that's yeah. great. I'm just wondering, because you hear from all of these different people when they come down. Like, we decided we were moving before we even considered, like, how we were leaving our other job and, you know, where we were what we were going to do when we get down here. Yeah, so when we bought our house, um, my husband, because his investment banking job is based on commission, so he was making zero. <laughs> I was, I just quit a job, and I was going to start another job, so our total income was zero, <laughs> and that's how we bought our house. So, um, I yes, I was in the exact same boat, but everything wow. just kind of worked out. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the kids are in school, they're eight, you said? Yeah, they're twins, yeah. Uh, aw, yeah. they're adorable. Oh, I see, yeah, yeah. I the pictures are so cute. Yeah, um, you, so they're in school now, full, 
time, right? Yes. So over the summer, what is your schedule like when you're you're both working? You're there till seven o'clock. What are um, yeah, th this summer was a very unusual summer. In the past, when I was just an ER doctor, you know, I would have a lot of time off. So we would, you know. I love that you said, when I was just an ER yes. doctor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would travel a lot. So um, I gave a lot of that up. But this is truly my passion. So I'm happy doing it. Um, but um, yes, we used to travel a lot, a lot. Like maybe six or eight times a year. Oh, that's amazing. What are some of, of your cool favorite places? spots? Oh, goodness. I could write a whole book about that. Um, Iceland is one of my favorites, and uh, there's an island off the coast of Brazil called Fernando de Noronha, which is definitely one of my favorites. Wow. What makes that? So I've never even heard of that. So uh, that exactly, special? that's yeah. why. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's like a, there's a cove with a thousand spinner dolphins, and there's no cars, and the electricity is only wind powered. And if you eat a salad, it's like freshly picked from the garden. It's that kind of a place, and they limit the number of people that can go on it. It's a really awesome, awesome place. Cool. That's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. It's worth a trip wow. to Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for the business, are you guys looking to expand? What's your yes, growth we're, plan? Yes. Uh, my husband is an investment banker, so he's my he's my finance, money, expansion, computer guy, all in one. Uh, so he's definitely looking to expand. Uh, we probably want to have about two other locations in the next couple of years. So, um, yeah. Great. Do you yeah. have mar markets targeted for that, or? Oh, you know, we we kind of talk about that. You know, pillow talk, pretty much. Um, you know, we think about it, and we're like maybe downtown, or you know, I'm not sure exactly. But in this area. Though. In this area, yeah. yeah in this area, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd we'd like to be close to be able to manage it. You know, maybe Kiowa or Seabrook Island or something like that too. Cool. Great. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So, do you have any other questions? No, I'm all set. All right. Is there anything else that you want to let us know? Uh, no, I just want to say thank you so much for having me and reaching out. And, you yeah, know, no, I'm very happy so to be much. here. So yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for your time. Yeah, we had a great time. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> okay.